0: welcome to the depth chart podcast my name is freddie maggard i'm your host today and i'm joined by dale saltwater in louisville dale what's up bro you're doing good man
1: yeah yeah you know uh i'm i'm doing this exercising thing and this dieting i'm not dieting too hard i can't I can't go all the way into it, but like, you know, just a little here, a little there. Yeah. man, it's just, it's not like a lot at once, but just sometimes like I just walked up the stairs and was like, God, ow, you know, just that little
0: stuff. I'm in the same boat, man. I've been, uh, I've been walking four miles a day. Uh, you know, my joints are feeling good. So I said, you know, if I'm feeling good, I'm going to take advantage of it. So I, been working out and dieting myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: not not overly strict about it uh you know i have cheat days instead of day and uh, <laughs> yeah, doing exactly. the uh doing the gallon challenge you ever heard of that
1: is that just drink a gallon of water a day
0: yeah yeah so, so uh, yeah that, that's not a lot of fun i i, I don't enjoy that but i'm so, doing that
1: i realized that like i don't even have to really try like i'm I started actually counting to see if i was getting to that a day and i realized yeah. like oh i i've been doing that so that's i'm just I'm like i gotta keep it up um like you said we're doing days i'm doing the fasting thing you ever tried fasting yeah i have it's basically <laughs> just don't eat a midnight snack which is is very difficult for me i'm a big fan of just like chowing down on popcorn at night
0: yeah me too man so
1: uh i've had to give that up so uh, i'm giving up a bag of popcorn for a big old cup of water which not as cool but uh, maybe it'll help here in a couple weeks or so i'll start to shed a few lbs
0: i hate drinking water man anybody's been through basic training or boot camp in the military i mean you are just forced to drink water so much and after that i I hate water but (laughs) listen i gotta do what i gotta do man i gotta try to stay healthy so it I is what it
1: is. The, what? The, the dumbest fight I've ever heard of was uh, Charles told a story about J.D. Harmon and somebody else. I forget who the other person was. It was a, it was one of them Florida kids. They got into a fight in the old meeting room because they were arguing over does water have a taste or not because he didn't like <laughs> the taste of water. It's like, "Why? Yeah. how can you not like the taste of water? Water doesn't have a taste. Well, at there least is- you, you have at least like a memory that you could go back to that if you drink yeah. a ton of water
0: oh yeah yeah but you know i'm doing what i gotta do bro you know you know how it is yeah gotta stay yeah. healthy so uh <sighs> some newsy stuff i you know i've been busy all day i had a photo shoot at ks bar with drew uh to another new partnership with justice dingle which i'm excited about Uh good buddy over there uh, dr thompson and uh first of all I, I don't think i hate anything worse than a photo shoot because you know one i'm not photogenic too i mean you know it, it's kind of awkward but when maria says be there for a photo shoot you're there for a photo shoot i had to do that today but Did i've you... not seen the, the post yet with the bernie sanders thing i've not had a chance to look at that so do you is that just photoshops of him all over the place
1: yeah yeah they, i gotta
0: look at that man
1: it's pretty funny um Uh, Tyler was going to try to make him like crowd surfing, like Mark Stoops was, but it didn't work (laughs) out very well. Um, but it was pretty, it just the, the mittens, like it's the most, you know, Northeast thing I've ever seen having these mittens with all the pattern all over it's just it's funny it's good old fashioned. yeah I,
0: I gotta check that out it's on uh, ksr the website so did you ever uh,
1: um speaking of photo shoots did you ever do like i know the players now you know they'll do the preseason photo shoots where hell benny snell lit like a, a football or a baseball bat on fire and was swinging it around or whatever so no. like, did you ever dress up like harry potter and pose for the cat's paws yearbook or anything
0: now, Harry Potter wasn't around then there, Nick Roush, but uh, no, I did do a video once and got busted uh, me and Ryan Hoffman and Brad Smith. And I think Pookie was in it too. It, the quarterbacks was about literacy and reading for children or something. And oh, I forgot okay. that I had the microphone on and I was calling the director Spielberg and just busted him <laughs> up pretty good. And and I, did, I forgot <laughs> about it until afterwards, but. No, I didn't do any kind of cool photo shoots. You know, you would have thought they would have put me in a coal mine or something.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, but, with like the yeah. mullet flowing out of the back of a hard hat. Man. Yeah, that's
0: what they should have done. They missed an opportunity there, you know, <laughs> full mullet in the coal mine, you know, Aww. working. So Instead
1: of having like eye black under your eye, it's just smeared coal dust. Yeah, no, they I,
0: they missed an opportunity there. But no, I, <laughs> I didn't get to do that. Uh, we had some new stuff, Tennessee. How about that? I don't have to be nice to Tennessee anymore because Phil former is no longer there. And, you know, I like Phil former. I know him off the field and away from everything. And, and I think he's a really good man. Uh, he do, does a lot for the community that people never know about. Uh, but he's no longer there. Neither is Jeremy Pruitt and neither are the majority of their good players. Uh, they're, they're, man. They're, they're dropping and they're jumping off the ship pretty quickly. And, uh, You know, uh, Henry to To oh man, he's a football player. I I hope he goes back to California and and doesn't stay in the SEC. Get him out of here. Yeah, he's a player, man. He's a very good player. He's great running back. I mean, Kentucky doesn't have a need at running back, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's a really good player. And then a bunch of linemen, it's just – They had some other kid
1: I had never heard of, like – Quavarius Couch, or something like that, his name Yeah, the linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the number one player in the country for a little, for a little while. uh um, yeah. before they they dropped him in the ranking stuff, they said he, he could play running back too. So, uh, um, yeah, man, just so you know, it's like, I wonder how they got those guys in the first place. Uh, yeah,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> it's bad, man. I think, I think Tennessee's going to get hammered by the NCAA too.
1: Uh, I mean that that that'll all
0: shake out with time, but I, I think I think they're gonna get just slammed. Uh and you know, if if the things are true that people are saying, then then rightfully so. But you know, that's that's uh that's you know, Kentucky's gonna face how many, how many opponents with new head coaches? Uh Tennessee is one, Vanderbilt's the other, South Carolina, that's three within the east. Uh so that's that's something to look look at for 2021. A lot well, of stability
1: in, with Kentucky. And in, in looking even farther, Freddie, um, it, it, there's reports out now that uh, Tennessee's hiring uh, Central Florida's AD. Yeah. Um, so who knows if he'll move to hire a coach right away or not. Uh, you know, wh- whether, whether Kevin Steele becomes Mr. Acting Interim Head Coach Assistant to the whatever his title is, if he keeps that through this year, or if they end up hiring a guy, whatever that may be, this isn't just like a, a one-year thing this is uh we got to kick them all we're down because not only do you have ncaa which will probably take some time before dropping the hammer but when they drop that hammer not only will they get the postseason stuff but that scholarship limit yeah like in, yeah. Foot- in basketball i feel like you can skate by it with a few really good players or whatever but like football the depth i mean it can just if you go from 25 to uh 18 I mean, it just greatly limits what you can do, and you can't miss at all. Right. Yeah, and I
0: think, I think Tennessee. I mean, well, I mean, you know, I was going to say they're going to have to rely on transfers coming in because you're not going to have time to develop players as freshmen with with smaller classes in the future. But I mean, that's not a that's not a very good destination for transfers right
1: now. No, no, they're, they're all big, trying to get out.
0: <laughs> yeah, big cat. You know, before this all broke. Uh, committed to Tennessee I don't know if he signed with them or not from Auburn the transfer so Mm -hmm. right uh you know this is a situation that's going to take years for Tennessee to to come out from under and I'm not so sure they'll hire a coach immediately I mean what coach would want to come right now Uh, you know I think still may be the guy you know as 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 shady as you know he's not (laughs) shady as far as recruiting but as far as there were rumors that he was stabbing uh, Malzon in the back down in Auburn, you know, t- trying to politic mm-hmm. to get that head coach before Malzon was fired. And, you know, all kinds of stuff, rumors are flowing around and stories. Uh, <laughs> you know, i read a few, few posts that people thought that Gus Malzahn would be a good fit for the Auburn head coach. He ain't going nowhere near Kevin Steele. So <laughs> I, I would throw, I would throw that out right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, and the thing, too, if you're trying to hire somebody, how, how attractive of a candidate can you get? And then you don't want to run in the situation they had last time where they had people turning them down left and right. Like yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, how many guys turned down before they got to Pruitt? Six, seven?
0: Yeah, a bunch. And and I think if I'm Tennessee that I'm looking at Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina, uh, I mean, that, that would be my number one look. Uh, unique offense. He's from La, uh, La grew up a Tennessee fan, played at ETSU. It would have to be somebody like that, to to be quite honest with you, because yeah. it, it's a I tough could, sell to bring any coach in there.
1: I could see Will Healy, too, because he's a Chattanooga guy who – I mean, Charlotte was worse than the FBS and took him to a bowl game within two or three yeah. years. I, I know that's a, a a big step up, but nevertheless, like that's a – That's where you might have to get though. That's what you might have to resort to.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to follow, but I I don't think that the transfers are, are done leaving Tennessee. I think you're going to hear about some more this week. So it, uh, it's a situation that that's pretty dire if you're a a Tennessee fan, but you know, the teams in the East are going to take advantage of that and nobody's going to feel sorry for Tennessee. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, the SEC is a, a dog eat dog world and, and, listen if you're down you're down at their fault and, and and Vanderbilt's going to try to take advantage of that South Carolina uh, you know and another thing that people aren't really talking about North Carolina's resurgence and, and also with North Carolina recruiting this state of North Carolina at a high level that that would have hurt Tennessee regardless of of uh, of of ncaa stuff so a lot of things are not looking very good uh, uh south of us nick grouch so it is what it is and i mm, hey, to see it uh it is you know like it i said gives, it, it, gives it is what me it, is.
1: A, it gives me a nice you know especially we're kind of down right now football is a long ways away yeah. Um, the basketball team's struggling. It's good to just th- – thanks for giving us this, Tennessee. Thanks for giving us the gift of laughter. Like, cash in McDonald's bags? Come on. I mean, who even needs a McDonald's anymore?
0: Yeah, I thought of Drew Franklin as soon as I heard all that news. I'm sure him and his dad's conversations are pretty classic <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, man. And the thing, too, Freddie, is all of the Vol fans, they're, They they want to remind you that they're not – they're not mad. They're not mad at all, and they're so not mad that I just got an email from one of them, um, you know, like, yeah, so much for your article. Go to, you know, I mean, just going on and on. like. <laughs> Boy, he hey, told you. Yeah. Be, must be hard to live with that much hatred and jealousy in your heart. It's like, dude, you're the one re- emailing me after reading an article, <laughs> buddy. Like. <laughs> Whatever, um, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Like he's quoting King James to me right now. Not even like the regular, the King James version. Like, come he's on, he's going, bi-
0: he's going biblical on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, signing off with "Go big, O So
0: that's that's next level stuff there. <laughs> Yeah, if you De- quote if you quote the, the the good book, then that that's getting personal. So, yeah, it's-
1: <laughs> he's he's uh, definitely not mad though. Definitely not upset <laughs> that his his balls are uh, in turmoil right now.
0: Well, I was upset last night, Nick. I mean, I've watched you know this is a unique year. I've watched every game, basketball game, and, and mm-hmm. followed this team. And man, I was wanting that win last night against Georgia so bad for the players and for the fans i i it bothers me to see fans unhappy and it bothers me to see fans frustrated and it bothers me to see those players frustrated cuz they're not they didn't get off the, the the airplane in in georgia hoping to lose i mean they wanted to win that football that football game that basketball game and man that was a gut punch last night
1: it was in and- you know, Freddie, we're not basketball bennies by any means. The frustrating part is just the the simple mistakes that, like, you know, you you might expect at a high school game from like a an average high school team, but like some of that stuff should be polished up. It's it's the stuff you learn yeah. at a young age, and they're just they're they're far from it. Um, and and, Georgia
0: was bad. George, that was a bad <laughs> team.
1: No, not at and, all.
0: And that, you know that that's what I took out of it. This. Man, Georgia was not very good, and that that should have been a game that we won, but didn't. And uh, man, let's just hope that the SEC tournament happens, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. there's rumors. That's all they are that that it might not. But you know, I heard Matt say that it will. So uh, yeah, it's that's it's a tough year, tough year for uh, tough hey, year for the basketball.
1: Hey, you can, you can team. get hot. You never know. You can get hot. Pretty. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, yeah. There's talent on that team, man. Don't give up on them. Don't give up on them. Uh, just like this football team, Nick Roush, I, uh, I wrote a piece today on, on what I think is the best position group uh, on Mark Stoops' roster, and that's the tight ends. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, from all accounts and what Vince Merrill has said, that Justin Rigg is a pro. Uh, he only has 23 career catches. He's, he's one of the better uh, online blocking tight ends in the SEC. He's proven that. Uh, 2021 is, is for Justin Rigg to, to get some catches and show what he can do in the passing game. And I think he is a perfect match for Lynn Cohen's offense that features multiple tight ends, a lot of bunch sets, tight mm-hmm. ends lined up all, all over the place. So I think, I think Justin will benefit greatly from a new scheme. And I think that was a smart business decision for him to come back uh, for another year. Uh, Keaton Upshaw, 6'6", 250 pounds. He's listed. I'd say he's more than that, and that's a more. It's a good two hundred fifty pounds. Uh, Nick, I think he can be a star. I, I really do. I think. I think. I think he is going to be in the running for the breakout player of the year in the SEC, and uh, because of that system, because of what he can do, and his, his size and athletic ability, and and his uh, his potential to make big plays. And, mm-hmm. and I think the sky is the limit with Keaton Upshaw.
1: When I uh talked to Phil and Q the other day, that was how they signed off. They were like, before we go, we get one last say get Keaton the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Just get him the ball. Uh, yeah, he's a player. He's a player. And uh I I I'm by hearing what Mark Soup said earlier this week on KSR about how they'll use different formations to free guys up. Uh, if he if those tight ends aren't either drawing attention away from receivers, um, whether they're uh, it's in rub routes or just finding soft, they're going to find soft, soft soft spots in zones and just be able to sit down and throw it up to them to get seven eight yards at a time. I'm very much Absolutely. looking forward to how those guys will be used. And hell, I'm yeah. just looking forward to. I mean, we don't know what the spring season holds. There's like anything, it's uncertainty but just to watch just to watch them kind of operate in this offense. I'm I'm looking forward to it, Freddie.
0: Yeah, I am too. And then, you know, with Wendell Robinson, what what you have there, once you put Wendell on the field, what that does is loosens the box. It unloads the box. And you hear us talking all the time about how uh, filling the blank opponent loads the box against Kentucky, and what that means is is they, they sneak in extra defenders from the tight end from one side of the line of scrimmage for Kentucky to the other. There are more defenders in the box or, or located within five yards or seven yards of the line of scrimmage that Kentucky can't block. You only have so many blockers. Five can't block eight, and Kentucky came up against that problem uh, even in the bowl game. We saw, we saw North Carolina State load the box against Kentucky. What Wondell Robinson brings is instant uh, box unloading. He's like uh, – Wandale Robinson is the, is the Amazon for Kentucky football. He unloads the box, and that's what Kentucky needs uh, is somebody like that. And what this system, Keaton Upshaw, Justin Reed, they can also help in unloading the box and getting those vertical or, or the seam routes up the middle. I mean, there's so many things that they can do creative, creatively with those guys. And then there's Brendan Bates. I think is 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 a perfect fit for that H back, fullback type player. He's a really good blocker. He's only he only had one catch for 14 yards this season, but uh, he missed a lot of games from injury. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be a factor. Yep. And then you bring in the true freshman that I think is a dude in in Jordan Dingle. Man, he, that kid can play. I think he plays as a true freshman, and I think he makes plays as a true freshman uh i think his role will increase uh his sophomore year after justin ridd goes on to play on sundays but 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 jordan dingle will make plays this fall and i think he's a player that the big blue nation can be excited to see play on saturdays
1: yeah uh man just the the athleticism in that room it's it's impressive (laughs) it it really is and I, i think of all of them uh I, I was probably most worried about Bates just because he was a wiry guy when he got into Kentucky. And I'm glad to see – like, I, one of my lasting memories from practices is uh, <laughs> is Vince Merrill saying, did you learn that at Cincinnati Mola High School? They didn't teach you that at Cincinnati Mola High School. <laughs> just to hear that. <laughs> it's like he was right. And it, it, was, it was all blocking technique kind of stuff. And to see yeah. that become a strength now. And for strength to be a strength now, it's – it's impressive, so I'm I, well, I, very happy to see his growth.
0: Well, we all talk about Vince Merrill as the recruiter. He is a recruiting coordinator. He he signs these guys, and he's, he's, he does a great job uh, doing that, but he's also a developer of talent at the tight end position. We've seen that from what was asked of the tight ends, which was blocking, and, and they did a great job with that. I'm excited for Vince to be able to showcase how he develops these tight ends as pass catchers. And I think you're going to see that in 2021. And, and I think that leads us in into our next topic of, of the Mark Stoops conversation on Kentucky Sports Radio with, with Matt. Uh, first of all, I thought it was a, it was a wonderful interview. Secondly, he talked about the outside zone runs, and, and maybe we need to talk about that a little bit. Where What that means is the offensive lineman will have areas to block, not men to block per se. And the launch point or 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 the point where the football is intended to go is outside is at the tackle tight end. It's not in the middle. Kentucky ran a lot of power inside zone stuff. Bootlegs are not that effective off of inside powers and inside inside zones.
1: Well, because those the at the heart of it, Freddie, like just when you like you can you can see the difference between the two plays. That yeah. outside zone and the inside, like if you just stack them up together, you're like, okay, I I get that difference because yeah, it takes the quarterback what six seven steps to get to it. Like there's there's multiple steps taken before he gives the ball to the back and an outside right. zone, opposite with the inside, and the reason why play action is more effective. You, your guys can actually get down the field some in that yep. outside zone it gives them exactly. a little bit more time and it, it also force it holds the linebackers along exactly there.
0: yeah and that's what you want to do you want to hold the linebackers and depending on coverage you can you're, you're also holding the nickel or stone safety in corner so i mean it it, it, it really helps especially in the bootleg game. There's not a lot of activity if you're faking an inside play for a bootleg because not a lot went on. I mean, there's not a lot to honor. The play is going to come right at the, the inside linebackers. But if you're bootlegging off an outside zone, there's a lot more movement, action, and, and things that you can do off that. I'm really excited about that.
1: I, uh, I think, I also it, I think like... Chris
0: Rodriguez is going to fit right in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and I, I also liked what uh, Stoops was talking about when it came to tempo. Uh, yeah just just to hear like i don't know it reminded me of something you would hear i've never been to a coaching clinic but it's what i would imagine i would hear just to hear him kind of talk about it in general without like the handcuffs of being in the middle of the season and having media folks interpret it a thousand different ways but his whole point was like you know tempo is good when you actually use it he's like some of these people they just run plays just to run plays they're not trying to directly attack a defense. And in 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 the way that the, the Rams use the tempo in the way that he wants Kentucky to at times, like you can run tempo out of a huddle just by breaking it and getting your butt down on the line of scrimmage in a hurry. Oh, Lord.
0: Breaking news. Oh, no. Pittsburgh signing Dwayne Haskins. Oh,
1: God. Why? What? What? What, what's he gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you've already got Mason Rudolph's turd there. You're gonna add another turd in the punch
0: bowl. Well, some of the mocks that I've, I've seen is Pittsburgh trading up uh, to take Trey Lance from North Dakota State, which I, I'm 100 for. So I, I don't know.
1: I would be for I, that. I would be for trading to get Darnold too. You know, yeah. I mean, I know he might be damaged goods or whatnot, but really, you're gonna go dwayne haskins yeah I, I mean i guess you're saying oh it's pennies on the dollar but it's pennies on the dollar for a reason the dude's not a good quarterback and he's also a distraction
0: yeah uh yeah, yeah. I, I don't get that you know i i've kind of ventured out with my NFL fandom you know i, I was really for the browns i bought a browns hat Ooh. uh yeah i mean I i'm'm i was for the browns when they when when they lost against Kansas City. Uh, I like the youth of that team. I like – I like what – I love Nick Chubb. I think he's a stud. Miles Garrett, I, I like what they – you know, Jedrick Wills. I like what, what Cleveland's got going on. I think they're going to be a team in the AFC to to have to answer for. And, and obviously, I love Buffalo. I love what they're doing. But Browns Pittsburgh, let
1: one slip away, though, man.
0: They did. <laughs> yeah, they did. But, but Pittsburgh signing Haskins is, is baffling to me, but we'll see.
1: So what, what do you think's gonna happen this week? We got championship. I I haven't been able to put my finger on it because I can I can see a bunch of different scenarios playing out. I do think the Packers are gonna beat the Bucks. Just the Bucks just don't instill a lot of confidence in me. Yeah, like I, I feel like they haven't played like good like great football yet. Even though Tom Brady, Tom Brady, like I. I still don't think they're really clicking, but I have no idea what's going to happen in that Chiefs Bills game. I mean, well, if
0: if Patrick Mahomes does not play, I mean, still not decided if he's playing or not. If he does not play, I think Buffalo wins the Super Bowl.
1: See, I, I'm confident though that he's going to play. I am too, and, and I think Kansas City will beat
0: Buffalo with Mahomes and I think Mahomes wins another Super Bowl because I mean I think he's the best player in the game. Uh, I do think Aaron Rodgers is is incredible. I mean he is so Mahomes
1: Rodgers would be a fun Super Bowl. It like, would. They could be getting turned into a ton of points.
0: You know I thought the the college football mirrors the NFL eventually. And the NFL mirrors college football eventually. But if you look at the playoffs what do they all have in common? Great quarterbacks. Quarterback play. The NFL is a quarterback league college football is turning into a a quarterback league look at the final you know you you had lawrence uh uh, ohio state quarterback what's his name fields Fields. Mm -hmm. and then you have mac jones you know Uh, so i mean the the best quarterbacks get their teams at the best place because they're surrounded by playmakers and nfl is a quarterback driven league And, and look at the final four josh allen Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady—that's four of the best to, to, in the game right now. So, if not the four best, so it, it's it's a quarterback lead. But I I think the Chiefs will win it off. Mahomes plays, and I fully expect him to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I might have to uh, load up, um, load up on the Chiefs. I mean, they are they're pretty pretty darn good for a reason. And yeah. heck, even I mean the cojones on Andy Reid. Like I just oh, love. Yeah. I love it so much when, like, I think what I like the most about the Chiefs is they don't take football too seriously. You know, some of these, like, at the end of the day, this is just a sport, and we're out there trying to have some fun, and (laughs) they're having fun. They're doing things outside of the box. That last play on fourth down, (laughs) everybody and their brother thought that they were going to... Not snap the ball, they were just going to try to draw them off sides because they told everybody to act like you're not going to run a play and then they ran a play. Like, yeah, hell? I mean, like that's Freddie. We get that's, so caught up in X's and O's, just acting like you're not going to run a play and then running a play is better than any sort of fake out you could possibly do.
0: Yeah, that that was the coolest plays I've ever, I've, I've ever seen. I mean, it, the play call uh, just you're talking about courageous because what uh, Cleveland was down, what five. Was that yeah. what was the final score? They, they I think won, it was five
1: or four. It was four, uh,
0: four. Yeah, a touchdown yeah. would have won the game. You're giving right. Cleveland the football back or punting. You know, with with that offense and, and Baker Mayfield and what they were doing, they, they got hot there. Uh, but I think I think what lost the game for Cleveland, obviously that play hurt. But when when they failed to score the drive before, I, I think that 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 doomed uh, that doomed Cleveland. But man, I like what they're doing. Uh I, I like i like it i'm gonna be i'm gonna be wearing my browns hat the rest of the season just put it that way
1: okay <laughs> i uh I, i'll be cheering i got a friend who's uh he's got family in buffalo he went to the wild card games i'll be cheering for the bills even though i just don't really like their chances i don't um yeah, I, but I hey don't, i love the, the bills the, the cool thing is freddie though no matter what happens we're getting at least one Cat in the Super Bowl, either Zadarius or Mike Edwards, who Mike Edwards he delivered that dagger. I mean, that was it was Drew Brees' yes, last he, pass. Yeah. <laughs> he picked off Drew yeah. Brees' last yeah, pass. How about That's, that? I mean, yeah, th- there was a story a Cincinnati TV station. They went up to, and like interviewed his parents and just walked through their basement. First off, God love them. Like, if my kid is ever that good at football, I would do the same thing. They got pictures of him up everywhere of like all the big games. When they brought the camera, they, they were just replaying that play on repeat on the TVs. It was glorious. Um, but to have that like that ball, like yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah,
0: that's a ball that could end up in Canton, too. You never know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was very happy for Mike, Zadarius. Uh, you know, both of those guys played big and big games, and, and that's what you want to see. Uh that helps recruiting for Kentucky. Uh, for have those guys play well on the biggest stage in the National Football League, so it's a win-win for both of uh, Zadarius and Mike, but also Kentucky. Um, Nick Roush, I don't, I think we've covered just about everything we can because uh, you know uh, the transfer wires may get warmed back up this week. You never know. It's just Thursday. Yeah. So
1: yeah. school starts on Monday, later yeah. than normal. Normally they they weren't even back. I, I think typically. When I was in school, Freddie, I remember it was basically like you would start with the, on a Wednesday and get a three-day weekend right away.
0: Yeah, um, I, I can't, I can't remember when we did, but yeah.
1: Nevertheless, they're starting a little bit later. Uh, one that did enter the portal uh, already, Nick um, uh, the tight end uh, who played with Nick Scalzo in high school. Who Scalzo he did a little dance in and out of the portal. So, uh, yeah, portal, it's it, it's it's heating up. Yeah, it is.
0: Expect more than that. Uh, you know, I wrote a post on on the website about the early enrollees too. Uh, the The player that can benefit the most of, of early enrollment is Jagger Burton. Uh, right now, what, 275-ish? Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, ha- how fun would life be to be Jagger Burton right now? You're supposed to be in high school. You're going to start going to college next week, which is cool working out, but you're going to have paid professionals whose only job is to get you to gain 25 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I am so jealous of Jagger because can you imagine? No, you got to do this. You got to gain weight. Oh my gosh.
1: You know what the thing is too, Freddie, is my like we're ending on dieting again. I'm, I'm throughout my, my days. I'm very good on sticking on numbers. So, going into my senior year, I busted my tail off. I wanted to get to 225. I was always 210. I wanted to get to 225. I hit it. And then within a week, I sweated all out of two days. So like, it was just gone. Like, oh, maybe you're probably around two. Just gone in an instant. And I was devastated. And then I get to college. And now I've been stuck on the same. I got that that beer belly on. And it's the same number. Nothing's changed. Even when I become a gross, like, Christmas time, and I'm eating and drinking like a a king who's just got a buffet in front of him. Never goes up at all. Just stay that one, and now I can't get it down. So you know what? I I, I would like those paid professionals to tell me to to be on my butt like they're going to be on jagger bird
0: <laughs> I mean, I was sitting there thinking about that last night. How how lucky could you be to have have people and think think about the job food is- they
1: get at training table too? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Man yeah obviously having Wandndell there getting an early start on the system is is going to be beneficial for Kentucky um so yeah the, the early enrollees that that's that's big and yeah Leman he'll
1: be getting here for two long and he's he's bringing a fiance with him too so congrats yeah. to him he got engaged before he came to to Lexington
0: and, and with Jagger, you also have to throw in justice Dingle
1: and and that's a big question
0: that I have uh justice the br- the brother of Jordan Dingle, the transfer from, from Georgia Tech, is he going to play that hand-in-the-dirt defensive end or is he going to be a stand-up outside linebacker? Uh, you know, his weight – right, listed weight at Georgia Tech was 275, 280. So that tells me if he stays that, that he's going to be a, a defensive end. Uh, but if he can – if he can – if he can lean up a little bit and get, get, get back to that stand-up outside linebacker, that jack position, that Boogie Watson uh, just left. I think that could be humongous for Kentucky because mm-hmm. that that linebacker depth right now, and then the starter at that Jack linebacker position. That position's open, and, and if Justice can come in and, and take over that role, that would be that would be a big relief for Brad White and that defense.
1: Yeah, they, they they could use certainly use that depth. Uh, yeah, absolutely, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, I know we danced around everything from Tennessee to diets to uh, whatever, NFL. <laughs> so, if you hope you like, subscribe, and, and continue to listen to us, we sure do appreciate you. And I uh, hope this basketball team uh, gets some wins here and gets going and, and gets this thing turned around because, again, I hate to see fans, uh, Kentucky fans, not happy and upset. That bothers me because I like to see them happy and. And I hope this thing gets turned
1: around pretty quickly. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. Thank you, Nick Rouse. See ya.